I lean forward in my seat, completely enraptured in the action happening on the screen in front of me. The drone I was controlling had snuck up behind an actual blade ship. Sweat was dripping into my eyes, but I didn't dare blink as I lined up to take the shot. The red target on the screen hovered around the back engine of the blade ship as I finally lined up to take the shot. I pressed the button and counted along with the screen as my drone warmed up the shot. Three, two, one. My screen went dark, causing my whole pod to lose its light. I looked around confused. Had I succeeded in blowing up the ship before the power failure? I looked at the screen again, finally noticing the small green words game over in the left corner of my screen. A string of curse words came out of my mouth as my friend laughed in my ear. You know you're gonna... You know better than to leave your six open, I heard between the snickering. I had been beaten by the best again. Myself, of course. Sighing, I exited the pod simulator and stretched my legs. We had been running practice drills for the better part of four hours, and I had not... And I was not about to dive into another round without clearing some steam. I also guess I should back up and explain a little bit for everybody new. How did the originals do it in their journals all those years ago? Ah, yes. My name is Megan. That's my first name, obviously. Or maybe it isn't. I can't tell you my last name. It'd be too dangerous for me, my family, and all those I love. See, 20 years ago, humans were forced to join in an intergalactic war that we never wanted to be part of. And that battle rested on the shoulders of a bunch of kids for far too long. Now there's a small but resilient army of humans spread out all over the world and are fighting back and have been for most of my life. I can't tell you where any of us are hiding and it's usually in plain sight. Maybe we are hiding in your town or city. Maybe you just passed me and my friends on the sidewalk as we are on our way to take down a yerk pole. My current location is with a small group, almost too small I think, as I shrug off my headset and throw it at my friend as they exit their own pod, still laughing at me for losing again. You just got lucky, I pouted. I caught the headset as it smacked into my chest, a little harder than I thought it would. Megan must have let the failed attempt at the simulator get to her. She was one of the, she was one of the best drone pilots in our little militia. You make the shot every time when it matters, and I don't get lucky, I said, tossing the headset back to her. I breathe, and I think about what's at stake. What's at stake? What's been taken? What I can't stand to lose again? Most of the people we fight with have family and friends that were controllers. Humans with nasty little alien slugs piloting their bodies. But some of us? Some of us know what it's like, firsthand, to be mentally beaten into into submission until all you can do is watch and listen as what used to be you does unspeakable things. If it weren't for the others... Meg and I rounded the corner outside the simulators and headed for the gag, our mess hall. For a place with such a nasty name, it had some of the best cafeteria food I've ever eaten. It's no mind-blowing experience, but it definitely hits the spot after a long stretch in the pods. I filled my plate with chicken tenders, french fries, and a little broccoli so I could feel better about my choices. Hey, I could die tomorrow. There's no reason not to enjoy as much as possible while I can. Meg carried our trays over to our usual table. Meg and I carried our trays over to our usual table, and I proceeded to shovel fry after fry into my mouth as quickly as possible. I knew as soon as our friends got there, it would be all goofs and chicanery, and a gal like me needs fuel in order to be funny. The mundane thing I had missed most when I was a controller was the taste of fried potatoes. Yerks don't enjoy food the way we do. They eat to live, not live to eat. 
It was hell not tasting that starchy, salty goodness. I was nearly finished with my helping when I heard a voice that wasn't Meg's. It was male, and it sounded so close that my head snapped up hard, fry still dangling from my mouth. I tried to place the direction of the sound, but no one was close enough for, to, to me for... Ugh. I tried to place the direction of the sound, but no one was close enough to me for it to have been them. I tried to shrug it off, but that little place in my brain, the, the place I imagine the yerk attached to every time I have a headache, began to throb. Move, said the voice again, and this time panic gripped me. I, I leapt to my feet and spun around just as a huge explosion rocked the ground under my feet. I had just walked into the gag. It was the sound that alerted me to what was coming. The sound exactly the same as the last time it happened. A sort of sizzling <coughs> sound, like carbonated soda freshly opened. I had no idea where the blast came from. And I had no idea about a lot of things that were going on. I'm the newest member of this group. I'm not even sure where we are right now, to be honest. Not that I would tell you if I did know. I was brought here a short while ago by a person who told me that if I wanted to change things, to really make a difference, I needed to come here. I needed to join this group. That they were doing what needed to be done to make sure that what happened to my family, or at least what passed for a family for me, never happened to anyone again. Her name was Commandy, or at least that's what she told me her name was. I don't think a lot of people use their real names around here. She explained to me why the people in my life had changed. That they hadn't really. That they were just taken over by Yerks. She sent me here. I haven't seen her since. I'm not even sure how she ties into all of this. But now I find myself lying on the floor of the gag. With two of the only friends I have here. Two of the only friends I have. For a moment I freeze. Not sure what to do next. I have no idea how to react in situations like this. I survived an incident back in my hometown, but that hardly makes me a tactical expert. I looked at Jenna and Megan to see if they have any ideas. They've been at this a lot longer than I have. Smoke has now filled the room. I can't see Megan or Jenna. I can see movement of someone or something coming in. A shadow surrounded by the light coming in from the hall. I clench my fists. I may not know exactly what I'm up against, but I know that I won't go down without a fight. You know what's ironic? Say there's a war going on. But not just any war. Alien races fight each other invisibly, borrowing other species' skin, including yours. And they wage their war in the shadows, even after their existence comes to light. Especially after. It's so weird that anyone on the outside can ignore it. It's as real as whatever happens in Westeros or Wakanda. People host podcasts about it and write their own stories about it just to try to work through the sheer insanity of it. What's ironic is when your editor offers you a chance to embed yourself, to look past the brain-warping slugs and blue psychic scalpel deer to remind your readers, to remind your readers of the human element and doing so leads directly to your leaping into battle as a kangaroo. That's the thought going through my mind as I bound through the smoke and sirens and flashing lights, straight toward the giant centipede in the entryway to the mess hall. It's what I focus on as I shift my weight to my tail, 
exhale, and kick through the putrid alien's bloated torso. I hear shouting from behind me in a mixture of English and a language I recognize but don't understand. I turn to see the nightmarish love child of a snake and a food processor rushing at me. It swings for my face, and I tuck my head as far back as I can go. The next swing won't be as high. I won't get a second chance to dodge. Irony will probably be my last thought. I grab at the hork neck with my paws and lean back onto my tail. I don't know if this will work, but it's all I can do. I exhale. As I kick forward, I think at anyone who can hear me. If anyone is there, run. And if we win this, have Alanis add a verse for me. <laughs> <laughs>